Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Researchers at Boston University have created a new strain of COVID-19 that has an 80% kill rate in humanized mice. According to the preprint, quote, We generated chimeric recombinant SARS-CoV-2, encoding the S gene of Omicron in the backbone of an ancestral SARS-CoV-2 isolate and compared this virus with the natural circulating Omicron variant. Essentially, after an estimated 20 million people have died so far and 2.2 billion have been injured by the COVID vaccines, American virologists at Boston University are making chimeric SARS viruses even more deadly. So joining us now to talk more about this, Dr. Monica Gandhi, professor of medicine and associate division chief of infectious diseases at UCSF. So they wanted to see if it was the spike protein mutations that made it less virulent by sticking the spike protein of COVID-19 Omicron onto the ancestral strain. And then they found that whatever the ancestral strain had over here beyond the spike protein, that was what was leading to virulence because this is a very deadly strain and it's very transmissible both. It has all the worst things going for it uh, in terms of causing disease. So I have to say I'm a little bit worried um, that this was created and I think point proven, let's destroy this now. How concerned should Americans be about a possible lab leak? The WHO has been very clear that we needed to have been more careful during this pandemic. They actually said, we have to investigate, we have to ensure that all biosafety procedures when people were working with coronaviruses, scientists were working with coronaviruses in labs, were followed. And that is the right approach. We can't not We can't keep on kind of fooling with um, viruses and make them more deadly. It has to be done very, very carefully. While mRNAs will be added to the food supply to genetically depopulate civilization. You can actually order these um, DNA sequences online. Uh, There's AdGene is offering them and Thermo Scientific and Biolabs. They literally will send it to you. You order it and they send it to you via email. They're using artificial genetic sequences, right? And they have to delete certain genes in the human um, genome, and then they code uh, whatever the messenger RNA is coded with, and we know all of them are coded with this green fluorescent protein. All right, so what is the goal? What what is the goal here? They are changing the human species, um, attempting to genetically modify humans and treating humans like animals. In particular, the green fluorescent protein, which comes from the firefly, that means they are actually turning people into um, hybridized humans with insect DNA. So the NIH Um, is admitting to this cloning technology. Yes. The Deagle forecast has predicted global depopulation of 50 to 80 percent by 2025. Deagle's forecast is shrouded in mystery as to its use by the government, but WikiLeaks documents revealed that it was legitimately used as a reference material in a Stratfor report on the technological capabilities of the North People's Republic of Korea. 17 more people dying in the first half of 2022 in Australia 
than we would expect. And this is the same for other countries. As a funeral director, I'm seeing a massive increase in death rate exclusively in young jab recipients. Do you know how many children I've had in that have died from COVID? Have a guess. None, not a single one, neither of any of my colleagues. This is an agenda, and I would have never believed, I was never into conspiracy, never. Um, I left there knowing that they know, they know, and they're going to push on. You're committing murder, you're being complicit in mass murder and hiding it. Uh, yes, um, the vote passed 15 zeros, or 15-4, no against. Excellent, thank you. And we have to make sure that we're ready uh, because there will be another pandemic. What we really want to educate people about here at Iron City Pest is, is rodents and the threat that they carry. For those with eyes to see and ears to hear, America is blatantly under attack. John Bound reporting. Show that link, folks. Band.video. Stay with us. We'll do your daily dispatch on the other side. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. Very big show we have for you today. As ever, we'll be joined in the third hour by Phil Williams. We'll be taking your calls throughout the show, of course, and we'll be watching a lot of video today from the debates last night as it was a nationwide bloodbath. There's more to learn from the responses than just the fact that Democrats are hopelessly outmatched as we approach the midterms. And we'll get into some of those clips and what we can, what we can learn about our, our friends on the other side of the aisle. But we'll begin today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. Here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 26th of October, 2022. New York Supreme Court reinstates all employees fired for being unvaccinated and orders back pay. In New York State Supreme Court, the New York State Supreme Court has reinstated all employees who were fired for not being vaccinated, ordering back pay and saying their rights have been violated. The court found Monday that, quote, being vaccinated does not prevent an individual from contracting or transmitting COVID-19. New York City Mayor uh, Eric Adams claimed earlier this year that his administration would not rehire employees who'd been fired over their vaccination status. New York City alone fired roughly 1,400 employees for being unvaccinated earlier this year after the city adopted a vaccine mandate under former Mayor Bill de Blasio. Many of those fired were police officers and firefighters. New York State Supreme Court has reinstated all employees who were fired for not being vaccinated, ordering back pay and saying their rights had been violated. Congratulations, folks. You've made it through. This is, for, for many of the people in New York City, a finish line that you have now crossed you have resisted for as long as necessary. So congratulations. There was always light at the end of the tunnel. Now, not only are you able to get your jobs back, which, frankly, why would you want to, right? Why would you want to go back and work for a company that so unceremoniously fired you for not submitting to their ridiculous medical experiment? I doubt many of these people will return to their jobs. They've likely all moved on to better places are now sitting on the beach in florida somewhere going why did i ever live in new york city <laughs> what was i doing there in the first place that was silly of me so congratulations everyone that's uh, amazing not only now can you get your jobs back but you actually will get back pay for the time that you spent unemployed so congratulations 
And of course, this will relate to one of the topics that's discussed in the debate as Kathy Hochul is uh, governor claims that she would do the same thing all over again, which is a little bit troubling. And again, it's almost like, well, I mean, with this, you know, who's going to who's going to pay for this? People's rights have been violated. Who violated those rights and how are we going to hold them to account? We can't live in a country where rights are violated. The Supreme Court has to come in and after months and months of suffering, reverse the decision and then that's it. We move on as if the rights weren't violated in the first place. There has to be some sort of punishment for this. There has to be somebody held to account for this. There has to be an example made. And I can think of, uh, well, quite a few people that should be spending time behind bars for this egregious violation of our most basic human rights. It's just the beginning. And again, that will be a, a theme as you see the entire structure and apparatus of the New World Order crumbling pretty quickly, actually, and it's pretty incredible. And this is a story that came out yesterday but then was completely reversed, but we'll cover it today a little bit more. House progressives float diplomatic path towards ending war in Ukraine, get annihilated, and quickly, quote, clarify. So yeah, 30 minutes of the Congressional Progressive Caucus in a letter to the White House that attempted to gingerly open a conversation about a potential diplomatic end to Russia's war in Ukraine. The door was slammed shut by the evening, met with enough fury to elicit a clarification in the form of a statement from caucus chair Pramila Jayapal. Let me be clear, Jayapal said in a statement issued just before 7 p.m., we are united as Democrats in our unequivocal commitment to supporting Ukraine in their fight for democracy and freedom in the face of illegal and outrageous Russian invasion, and nothing in the letter advocates for a change to that support. So, yeah, it was like you had a, you had a, flash, of, a flash of brilliance there, a flash of uh, really political genius, in my opinion. Just another one of these examples where the Republicans, again, are, are Mark McGuire walking up to a T-ball ready to knock it out of the park. It's just sitting there waiting for the bat to come down, and the Republicans instead uh, decide to bunt, right? Just don't do anything, and it happens over and over again in terms of big tech censorship or you know any other you know, crime in general. I mean there's a million things that Republicans could – separate themselves from the Democrats and actually put forward a, a good path ahead, like just no war. You could clear things up in a lot of different ways, and instead it's the Democrats who propose this stuff. Just where are the Republicans, I guess, is the question. Where is a single Republican other than like Thomas Massey who's actually talking about peace in Ukraine? I don't see them, which is weird because I think – a lot of people in America would rather have our government talk about peace than be an endless instigator of war. But once again, the progressives show why their ideology is foundationally broken as they, for the umpteenth time, for the ten hundred thousandth time, capitulate to the powers that be because that is the core of their ideology. We have this story from Variety. Should Kanye West's music be banned? As Kanye West continues to double down on his anti-Semitic comments and Adidas becomes the latest company to sever business ties with him, which – again, am I missing something? What did he say that was anti-Semitic? I honestly can't figure this out. He said he's going to go DEFCON 3 on Jews. That's what he said. Beyond that, the only statement that he made was that if you question Jews, Jews will cancel you. 
Jews invented cancel culture was what he was insinuating. And then everything that's happened since then has just proven that accurate. So what is the big what is the big outrage? Like what he didn't come out and go, Jews drink the children, drink the blood of Gentile children. Uh, Jews, you know, perform human sacrifice in their temples. Like he didn't say anything outrageous. And everything that he said is is clearly true as they ridiculously try to cancel him to the extent of banning his music, banning his music. Really? Really? We just burn his albums while we're at it. Maybe we just make him wear a, a badge on his chest so everybody knows not to trust him. Maybe we can sort of keep him separated from the rest of the population in some sort of you know, ghetto neighborhood. Maybe we can just send him to a work camp. Maybe Kanye deserves to be gassed. I mean what are, what are we really pushing back against here? The, the idea of anti-Semitism and, and Nazism or the actual practice of depersoning somebody for the – their beliefs and the way that they think. I mean, we have a First Amendment in this country that's obviously quickly going away. And how powerful is the First Amendment when it's not the government censoring you, but literally every corporation all at once combining their power to destroy you for speaking out against them? I mean, it's it is truly wild this uh, this whole saga. And we're not going to spend too much time on it today, but we are going to spend some time on it. We'll get back to it. We're going to spend a lot of time on this story. PA Senate debate was over from Fetterman's first response, but Oz, uh, but Oz just trounced him with reality. And it was funny getting on Twitter while this debate was going on because you actually had a, a funny dichotomy of, well, sort of a, I don't know, trichotomy? I don't know. What's the, what's the term? Uh, a three-way um, discussion about this you had republicans basically just like in shock just like oh my god i knew it was bad but i didn't realize how bad it was going to be then you had the actual like moderately still barely respectable left-wing media that was actually telling the truth and going yeah we knew it was going to be bad but it looks really bad for john fetterman this is not a good look like actually telling the truth about it and then you had that third group of people who are the progressive psychopath idiots who essentially took the stance of Oz's bullying John Fetterman, which I think is a good is a good preview for how the Democrats are operating moving forward. You, you can see it now, can't you? The the idiocracy style campaign where they they run a retarded person and go, you can't insult him. He's retarded. It's just like, well, wait, wait, what? you can't you can't run a mentally ill person and then say you can't debate him because he's mentally ill this is the Greta Thunberg defense all over again makes no sense everybody says they want people to stand up and fight tyranny but when you fight tyranny the new world order comes after you now I knew that and for 28 years I've been on air exposed these people and together we've had a great effect but listen they're coming after us right now they're trying to shut us down but they can't beat the power of we the people of you and I together so please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get incredible, game-changing products while at the same time keeping us on air. We have the biggest sale of the year running right now at InfoWarsStore.com and you get an additional 10% off on the deals that are at least 40% off. Many are 50% off on Vitamin Mineral Fusion, X3, DNA Force Plus, you name it. So on top of 50% off... 
at checkout with promo code 1776 or 1776, an additional 10% off and no Patriot points. This is by far the biggest sell of the year. Keeps us on air, plus they're great products. Check them out at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Once a tragedy reaches a level of national significance, American citizens should be allowed to basically question that event in any way that they deem fit. The First Amendment is unique in the world. That's what they want to take away, your ability to speak freely. So they're going to go for Mike Lindell next, or are they going to go for Steve Bannon, or are they going to go for Tucker Carlson? I studied the globalists 30 years ago, but on air 28 years, and I knew they were planning all of this, and I warned the public as a modern Paul Revere. But I couldn't have done it without your support. And now, because we've been so successful warning the population of the planet, not just America, we're public enemy number one when it comes to the globalist agenda. That's why it's more important than ever to realize how successful InfoWars has been because of your past support. So I salute you and I thank you. And I ask you now, at the critical juncture of the battle, to redouble your efforts by visiting InfoWarsStore.com and getting amazing products that keep us on air. 1776 the promo code the destination is infowarstore.com and i thank you all for your support you're listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video Uh, finishing up with our daily dispatch here. Putin oversees successful annual nuclear drills. Russia has hailed the success of Wednesday's scheduled annual nuclear drills after President Vladimir Putin oversaw the exercise from a command and control room. RIA news agencies quoted the Kremlin as saying, under the leadership of Supreme Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces Vladimir Putin, a training session was held with ground, sea, and air strategic deterrence forces during which practical launches of ballistic and cruise missiles took place. So again, just a Another set of nuclear drills bringing us ever closer to the reality of nuclear exchange over, you know, whatever. Over whatever we're doing, you know, for whatever reason. I don't know. You can't tell anymore. (laughs) At least in the 80s when all of America lived with the specter of nuclear annihilation. When you had, you know, the drills where you'd have to get under your desk. At least it was like we're fighting communism. We're fighting for the existence of freedom on the world and to avoid being subsumed into some sort of system of absolute domination and authoritarianism. But now it's just like, no, we're fighting for democracy. (laughs) What does that mean? What is that? Democracy in Ukraine doesn't exist. They've made it illegal to oppose them. The, The ruling party, the ruling party completely disbanded their opposition and confiscated all of their stuff. So it's not a democracy there. So we're not fighting for that. Um, Europe's not even a democracy. You've got millions of people taking to the streets demanding a change in leadership and the leadership sends out their well-armed SWAT goons to take care of that little trouble, right? It has nothing to do with democracy. It has nothing to do with representing the will of the people. So what are we fighting for again? The Biden's crime family? What, what is this again? George Soros' pet project in Ukraine? Why are we doing this? What are, we, what are we pushing ourselves towards nuclear war for again? I don't know. Maybe they'll tell us. Maybe they'll tell us after the nuclear bomb goes off. 
Finally, we have this story. Elon Musk pledges to finish Twitter purchase deal by court's Friday deadline. Billionaire industrialist Elon Musk might actually seal the deal on his purchase of social media giant Twitter later this week. He told a group of financiers working with him that the purchase would be completed by the October 28th deadline set by the judge. This, In response to this, the employees of Twitter have issued a letter of demands – because that's the way they think the world works, and it's hilarious, and we'll get into that uh, later in the show. But let's get in now to the political sphere, the political landscape. Let's take a look at some of these uh, debate videos to see how – just how badly the Democrats are being stomped into the dirt across the nation. It really is getting to a panic mode uh, when it comes to the Democrats and what is really – Becoming apparent is that, as if it wasn't already just completely obvious before, the concern that the so-called Democrats have for so-called democracy is the most cynical and arbitrary loyalty the world has ever seen. And it's an interesting sort of it's an interesting sort of tactic that they're taking. So you've got Hillary Clinton. And again, that's just they, – they can only get away with this because people are brainwashed. It's such an embarrassingly blatant manipulation and obfuscation and just flat-out lie that you really have to give them credit for just how confident in the brainwashing of the American people that, they, that they've achieved. And it's – it's one of those things that, you know, there's that classic Malcolm X quote where he's talking about the media, where he's saying, yeah, the Soviet Union was our best friend a couple years ago, and now they're our worst enemy. And the way that, strictly by the stories that the media chooses to tell and the way they choose to frame things, they can have the same political ent- uh, entity as a celebrated ally or a vile, hated enemy, and that can swing in a couple of months. This is this is even more than that. This is they spend four years saying that Donald Trump is an illegitimate president who cheated the election. Then in 2020, it's that election was the most legitimate election of all time. You're not allowed to question it. Questioning it is terrorism. And now they're back to the election is going to be stolen by right wingers. And they just they just do this again. You couldn't do this if the population wasn't brainwashed you couldn't get away with this level of lie if you didn't have a pravda level soviet control of the entire media establishment and therefore the the minds of the american people which again is why they want to destroy Infowars because we actually offer a offer a way to to destroy that facade that they have that uh control system that they've erected Hillary's conspiracy theory, GOP already plans 24 election theft. Right-wing extremists, she says, have a plan already in place to, quote, literally steal the next presidential election, and they're not making a secret of it, Hillary Clinton says in a video recently posted to Twitter. Now, they've got nothing to actually back this up, unlike in 2020 when the cheat that was going to happen was being talked about by the likes of Donald Trump months before the election ever took place because of the mail-in ballots and because by 
August of that year, there had already been thousands of examples of mail-in ballots being lost, being manipulated, being sent in inappropriately. Just we knew from the outset that this would be an opportunity for the Democrats to steal, only to see that come to fruition on election night as you had massive tranches in the middle of the night after they had apparently shut down voting for the night and everybody – they'd forced everybody to go home. And then all of a sudden at 4 a.m., you got 100,000 votes for Joe Biden and zero for anybody else. And it was confirmation of what we thought they were going to do in the first place. They're just saying this. The Hillary Clinton is just – is just saying they're going to steal the election just as a way to set it up to be sort of a civil war part two once they lose. Hillary Clinton says Biden should not concede the election under any circumstances. Hillary Clinton said in a new interview that Joe Biden should not concede the 2020 presidential election under any circumstances, anticipating issues that could prolong uh, knowing the final outcome. Quote, Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances because I believe it's going to drag out. I eventually do believe if he will win, uh, that he will win if we don't give an inch, if we're focused and relentless as the other side is. Focused and relentless. That is one way to describe the, the Democrats, that's for sure. But as much as the Democrats like to pontificate about the threat to democracy and how democracy is over if Republicans win, Democracy is legitimately at risk with these people in power, and we'll, we'll talk about it, and we'll show you some videos on the other side during the debates. This topic actually came up. You had from just about every major left-wing candidate last night some sort of promise to completely or at least in part abolish the separation of powers. You had them openly stating that we should not listen to the Supreme Court, that it doesn't matter what the Supreme Court decides they're going to do it anyway. And so you get to see this, this new sort of so-called democracy where when the vote goes their way or when the Supreme Court decides in their favor, then that is an unquestionable fact. It is law. It, to oppose it is treason. But when they go against you, then you just ignore them and you go with what the media wants instead. It, it's essentially ruled by the unelected media is what we're headed towards. I am extremely honored be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, folks. Yeah, the Democrat panic is palpable. And it's obvious why. I mean, you take a look at the candidates they're running. 
and you realize this is the best they have to offer. This is what they got. This isn't this isn't like, well, you know, our, our our first five candidates all died in a train accident, so now we're stuck with this guy. No, this is this is the best they got. Fetterman is the best they got. Hochul is the best they got. Christ is the best they got. Joe Biden is the best they got. And you sort of get to see the tactic that they're taking moving forward, sort of the the democracy that they champion all the time that they claim is at risk. You get to see what it actually looks like. Uh, in these debates and in the response to the debates, in fact, you had one left-wing pundit saying, you know, the Senate – being in the Senate, it's just saying yes or no. It's just voting yes or no. Fetterman doesn't have to be co- cogent. He doesn't have to have a functioning brain. He just has to be there to vote the way the party says. And it's like, oh, that's your whole tactic, isn't it? You would love just a Senate full of mental incompetence – that just do as they're directed by whatever shadowy force dictates your your party's policies. And it doesn't matter what the actual decision is in the Congress or in the Senate or in the Supreme Court because if it's in favor of what you were going to do anyway, then you'll champion it as the results of our free and fair electoral system and it's it's codified by the Supreme Court. It's unquestionable to address it. Any, any any terms other than absolute subservience and, and capitulation is treason. But if they decide against you, then the media will just simply give you the out and say, well, we don't have to listen to the Supreme Court. Well, the Supreme Court is who are they? They don't get to decide what's happening on the ground here. You just get to ignore it. So it's really a, a apparatus that they're building that is above the electoral politics – that controls the electoral politics as far as they can, and when they f- fail in the electoral side, they just do it by fiat and by you know, mass mind control essentially. It's very disturbing. And again, just, just a few headlines to illustrate just how disliked, hated even Democrats are across the country. Charlie Chris, former colleagues and subordinates, signed le- letters supporting DeSantis. The choice in November cannot be more clear. We unanimously endorse Governor Ron DeSantis for re-election, the signatories wrote. So this is, of course, the governorship of Florida that they're running for. Do you remember how close it was, how close Florida was to having a meth-spoken criminal as their governor? Remember how close it was that DeSantis almost didn't get the governorship? Can you imagine what a different world we'd be in? So every one of these elections is important. Now they're running Charlie Crist, whose own colleagues and staff who worked for him have all unanimously and without reservation endorsed his opponent. That's just how deeply unlikable they are. And it's ubiquitous. You, I mean, just look at the headlines that have come out about Kamala Harris's office since she became vice president, or just take a look at any time anybody contradicts Joe Biden. The Democrats are simply deeply, deeply unlikable people who on a personal level are abhorrent and uh, uh, revolting to anybody of decent character. Biden press secretary says high voter, high turnout and voter suppression can take place at the same time. So yes, they're claiming voter suppression despite record high turnout, voter turnout in places like Georgia. Because again, their, their existence, their reading of reality does not comport to any facts on the ground ever whatsoever. I mean, it really is astonishing how these people operate in just a complete and total fantasy world. 
And of course, there it's not about democracy. It's not about serving the people. It is about doing whatever you possibly can to gain power over them. Now an MSNBC host suggests the U.S. needs foreign election monitors because the GOP is, quote, trying to destroy our democracy. They're trying to destroy our democracy, so what we need are foreigners to come in and oversee our election. Sure. Great. MSNBC's Nicole Wallace suggested that foreign election monitors should oversee America's elections because the Republican Party is trying to destroy democracy by what, getting elected? Do you think it's time to ask friends and allies to come over and help us monitor our elections? These people are so treasonous. It's actually astonishing. And do you think that their response would be any different if actual civil war broke out in this country? This is a prediction we've made for a very long time, which is if there were to actually be some sort of struggle for American supremacy between the actual patriots of this country and the globalist goons that are trying to take it over, the Democrats wouldn't hesitate a single second in inviting all sorts of foreigners. They'll invite Chinese people. They'll invite, they'll probably invite Russians in to take out the patriotic Americans who stand in the way of their total control. A mail vote time bomb in Pennsylvania is the headline from Wall Street Journal. Divided government has prevented Pennsylvania from substantially updating its voting laws since the election mess of 2020. Oh, was it a mess? Oh, I must have missed that. I heard it was the most secure election of all time. I was under the impression it was treason to suggest otherwise, but I guess things are changing now that they're about to lose. We'll spin the roulette wheel again in November. Imagine if control of the Senate comes down to John Fetterman and Mehmet Oz with a judge asked to decide whether to count undated mail ballots. Well, luckily, you don't have to guess because the Supreme Court uh, already decided. Story begins with a, a Pennsylvania judicial election from 2021. Republican David Ritter led by 71 ballots, but there were 257 mail ballots on which voters did not handwrite a date. The Pennsylvania judiciary has held that dating is mandatory because the law tells voter to fill out date and sign. Yet a third Circuit Court of Appeals held this May that refusing to count those 257 votes would breach the Civil Rights Act. Adding to the general spirit of mayhem was the timing. The Third Circuit rushed out its judgment amid the disputed Russian primary between Oz and McCormick if the court intentionally sought to upend how the GOP ballots were being counted at that moment. The Supreme Court declined to say the Third Circuit with a dissent from uh, declined to stay the Third Circuit with a dissent by three conservatives. The Third Circuit's view is likely very wrong, said uh, Justice Samuel Alito. Wrote if the left. If left undisturbed, it would well affect the outcome of the fall elections. It would be far better for us to address that interpretation before rather than after it has that effect. But you've got other people in Pennsylvania saying, you know, we're going to count them anyway. It doesn't matter what the Supreme Court says. We're going to do whatever the hell we want, which is what they did with the mail-in voting in the first place. Nothing they did to bring about mail-in voting was legal. Nothing followed the legitimate process. They just did it by fiat. Secretary of State just decided – didn't take a vote, didn't let it go to debate, and if you opposed it, you were castigated as, again, uh, someone treasonous, as conspiracy theorist, as somebody who wanted people to die waiting in line to vote because you just love COVID so much. So again, just the way the language is used is so absurd and outrageous, and yet it continues. But it's getting bad for Democrats all over the country, even in places that are hardcore Democrat 
at their base. Democrats scrambled to avert shock Senate loss in Washington state. Incumbent Patty Murray's support has slipped in recent weeks, prompting outside groups to pour in millions to prevent a sleeper victory by Republican Tiffany Smiley. Democrats are adding millions in television spending to boost Senate Patty, uh, Senator Patty Murray, a sign that the party is employing a take-no-chances approach even in solidly blue Washington state. The 30-year veteran of the Senate is facing a challenge from Republican Tiffany Smiley, political newcomer, who, newcomer whose campaign is seized on quality of life issues from urban crime and homelessness to inflation to tarnish Murray. In recent public polling, Smiley has closed a sizable gap since the summer when Murray led by 18 percentage points in an 18-candidate all-party primary. Senate Times poll released as, last week showed Murray slipping slightly from 51 percent in a July survey to 49 percent now, with Smiley support increasing from 33 in the summer to 41 percent now. So they're moving up. And again, it's, it's not because Republicans are have some devious trick. It's not because they, ha- they have total control of the mainstream media and they're you know, just uh, pumping out pro-Republican talking points all the time. Quite the opposite. It's just the falsehood that the media portrays cannot break through to the reality that everything the Democrats do makes life noticeably and tangibly worse for the people under them. And finally, we have this. Nancy Pelosi waves off bad polling numbers for Dems, saying, I dismissed that. Yeah, they're just dismissing it. Because who cares about polling numbers and the will of the people when you can just cheat to win? Oh, you can't add truckloads of mail-in ballots to polling numbers, can you? Look, it's not hype that InfoWars has changed the world. It's not hype that your support of InfoWars is the reason we were able to do this. So I salute you and I thank you. Now, you know about fluoride, the bad halogen on the periodic table. Well, high-quality iodine is the good halogen and does the opposite of fluoride. And when you've got it in your body, it doesn't just supercharge your cells. It doesn't just give you more energy. It doesn't just boost your immune system. But it also blocks the bad halogens in the fluoride, chlorine, bromide, bromine family. So, ladies and gentlemen, it takes about two weeks for X3 to kick in on average. Take a few drops every day, and almost everyone has dramatic results. Plus, it funds the InfoWar. So what do you have to lose but taking action. Experience X3, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com right now for 50% off. Experience Tri-Iodine. Learn about the iodine fluoride conspiracy. Learn how to counter the fluoride and fund the InfoWar and empower your life at InfoWarsStore.com. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year. And I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt citizen of a republic the man in the arena there's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world it will never be made again it's not just an amazing historic coin it funds the information war against the globalist this is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren this is something you want to own and as a fundraiser it is funding the information war against the globalist ladies and gentlemen 10,000 coins are available they'll sell out very quickly Please be part of history, and thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com, or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence, and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Oh. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Final segment of this hour. We'll go to these videos of the debates from last night. I do want to remind you, go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here. The 1776 Super Sale continues. You're getting up to 50% off plus double Patriot points to help fund the tip of the spear. This is a crucial moment for us, and we need your sponsorship and support to make it over the line now more than ever. It's essential to keep InfoWars on the air so we can continue to defend the First Amendment. We have sales in our top products for 40 to 50% off, plus you can receive an additional 10% off any item in the store by using the promo code 1776. Survivor Shield X3, the incredible nascent iodine, is 50% off. Brain Force Ultra is 50% off. Brain Force Plus, 50% off. DNA Force Plus, 50% off. Fizzy Magnesium as well is 50% off. Of course, we've gone over the importance of magnesium and, and these things – you might think you eat healthily. You might think that you have a good diet, but the way that food is harvested and grown now, it has completely deprived of its nutritional value. So you might not know that you need to supplement some of these things. You might not realize that you're not getting enough magnesium, but once you supplement and once you are getting enough magnesium, you realize what it is that you've been missing. It's like when you get a new mattress and you suddenly sleep well for the first time in a long time. And you're like, that's what sleep is supposed to be? That's how I'm supposed to feel when I wake up in the morning? Is that good? I had no idea. I thought it was normal to just be unrested all the time. It's one of those things where if you, if you don't have anything to compare it to, you think that's just the way you feel all the time. But once you actually supplement and make up for the lack of nutrition in your daily diet, uh, you realize what you've been missing the entire time. So – Realize what you've been missing the entire time right now by going to InfoWarsStore.com and purchasing some of the supplements that are just necessary in today's world. No matter how healthily you eat, no matter how well you take care of yourself, you should be supplementing because it's the only way to get the requisite required amount of things like magnesium, which no longer exist in our diet to the requisite degree. Now we're going to go to some of these uh, videos, but we almost don't even, we almost don't even need to as – the headlines tell us enough. Red State says PA Senate debate was over from Fetterman's first response, but Oz just trounced him with reality. Infowars has this report: Oz odds uh, Oz odds of winning PA soar after historic Fetterman debate meltdown. As a repost from Zero Hedge, there. Uh, yeah, Dixon and Whitmer also debated last night as well as Zeldin and Hochul in the state of New York. But back to the, the Fetterman debate, political playbook. How much will John Fetterman's rocky night matter? It was a, it was a bit of a rocky night. A bit of a rocky night, you might say. <laughs> we'll show you, show you just how rocky that is. But the PA Senate debate, uh, debate last night moved markets. This is from Predict It, which is where people go to uh, actually bet on the election. So you know, this is real money involved. People who do these odds have to be sure about what they're doing because if they're wrong, they lose a ton of money. And they, you can see the just massive rise of chances of Oz winning and massive collapse of Fetterman winning after the debate last night, a one-day move of huge and huge significance. Just the News has this report. Oz shines Fetterman falters in Pennsylvania debate critical to determining control of U.S. Senate. Uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer seems to be the only publication in America that actually thought that Fetterman did a good job. Not even that he like blew it out of the water, but that he was just okay. 
It was basically nothing but the Philadelphia Inquirer and then all of the – ironically, strangely, bizarrely enough, all of the social media influencers that were at the White House that fill up my Twitter feed now. Literally, I don't follow any of them, but they all get forced into my Twitter feed and every single one of them was posting things like, Fetterman just destroyed Oz last night. Wow, that was amazing. Did he though? Let's go to the clips, shall we? Should we see how honest you really are? Where should we start? Geez, there's a lot of good – places to start here <laughs> uh the dude's the most embarrassing uh, this is honestly it's just horrifically embarrassing let's start with uh clip number nine this is the uh, intro to the debate clip number nine with john fetterman and his opening remarks senator you have 60 seconds hi good night everybody <laughs> all right see ya <laughs> Thanks, Frankenstein. Good job. <laughs> yeah, that was the uh, that was the opening there. Hi, everyone. Good night. I mean, literally. And they're just like, you can't make fun of him. He's mentally challenged. He had a stroke. Yeah, he had a stroke four months ago. Maybe you shouldn't be running him for the Senate. Maybe you shouldn't be putting him in this position. But this is it's it is like the Greta Thunberg tactic where you put out a child uh, to make arguments and you say we have to do what this child says this child has all the answers we have to do what she says and then other people go what this stupid child she's an idiot and it's just like whoa she is a child how dare you sir so yeah they put how out dare you how dare how you how dare you how dare you i'm just a child then why are you talking go away <laughs> if you're putting yourself out here like this then you have to contend with the politics i mean that's just how it is but this is the tactic they're taking and it's obvious why because they can't win on actual argument so they just put out somebody who can't argue and then say he's retarded you're not allowed to argue with him really is bizarre uh, but he got cleared apparently for the debate let's go now to clip number six here's fetterman uh, making a very uh, cogent remark about whether he is mentally capable of uh, even doing the debate let alone serving as a senator uh, again my dr l believes that i'm fit to be serving and that's what i believe is where i'm standing oh <laughs> That wasn't a sentence. No, that was a good try, but that was not a sentence. No, my doctoral believes I'm fit to be serving, and that's what I believe where I'm standing. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Now, this this, this is an interesting clip. This clip is sort of throws me for a loop here. Clip number five. Democrat John Fetterman says, I do not believe in supporting the Supreme Court, which is weird, but also I don't think that's what he meant to say. So we're in this weird twilight zone where it's like, well, I think what he meant to say was this, which is something I agree with. But what he actually said is this, which is something I don't agree with. So do we go with what he meant to say and is mentally incapable of forming or what he actually said but doesn't believe? If you're a Democrat, I guess it doesn't matter because you're convinced that if you don't vote for John Fetterman, then Dr. Oz himself is going to rip your uterus out or whatever you, you people believe. I, I don't know. You're all stupid. You're all special education. So I, I guess you know it doesn't matter anymore what people actually say versus what they mean. But uh, for the sake of pretending we still live in a thinking democracy with informed human beings making decisions on topics that matter, we'll go to this clip, clip number five, as John Fetterman says something ridiculous that I don't think he meant to say. 
Oh, I think it's it's critical that we be consistent, and I do not believe in supporting the uh, Supreme Court. Mr. Rod. So again, the question, as you can read at the bottom of the of the screen, there was, "Do you believe in expanding the Supreme Court?" So I think what he meant to say is, "I do not believe in expanding the Supreme Court," but what he says, "I do not believe in the Supreme Court," which is actually more in line with the rest of his Democratic colleagues who believe that the Supreme Court is uh, full of insurrectionist white supremacists like Clarence Thomas that are just uh, desperate to force women into a handsmaid tale fantasy world. So they don't actually support the Supreme Court, and they think that when the Supreme Court decides against them, it is then therefore an illegitimate organization that must be you know, filled up with four or five extra Democrat seats just to make sure they decide the right way from now on. So kind of confusing. If he's saying he doesn't support enlarging the Supreme Court, then that's a good thing, but that's not what he said. So again, I don't know. What do you do with somebody who is has a mental disability but wants to be a senator of the United States? Do you just – do you just – It's ass- worked out pretty good for AOC. <laughs> hey, hey now. If you think about it, it's, it's ultimately kind of the same thing, right, where um, AOC – you know, is kind of the the front, the facade to the people behind her, you know, as is Joe Biden and Fetterman will be nothing different. Yeah, you know, you're right. I mean, this is the this is the Democratic ideal. This is the Democrat democracy that they're championing. This is what they say is at threat. If Republicans get into office, they want a bunch of morons in office who don't know crap about anything, who just vote the way that they're told. And she then, makes a hell of a mixed drink, though. Does she? Does she make a hell of a mixed drink? I don't know. I, I, I seriously doubt she was Compton a bartender as she is a uh, congresswoman. That is to say, I wouldn't drink anything she mixed. <laughs> We're going to get to more of these videos on the other side, including the clip of the night, which was Fetterman's answer to the uh, fracking debate as to whether or not he believes in fracking. Again, It's impossible to tell what the truth is. It's possible to tell whether he's saying what he means or whether he doesn't know what he's saying or whether he even believes anything at all. Uh, The Philadelphia Inquirer tells us this was a powerful and important and good performance by Fetterman. I'll let you decide with more clips. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at InfoWars.com, and the support of the fight starts at InfoWarsStore.com. God bless, and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of American Journal has begun. We will open up the phone lines at this hour. But first, we'll go back to these videos of the debates last night. You had Kathy Hochul debating uh, Zeldin there in New York, Fetterman versus Oz in Pennsylvania, and Dixon versus Whitmer in Michigan. It was a universally one-sided blowout in the terms of Republican victories because, well, the Democrats are just universally stupid. I, it really is kind of shocking. It, not just stupid. I shouldn't say that. But mean-spirited, heartless, callous, and cruel. I and mean, you have to be. You would have to be the most wicked woman ever to sit there and watch your husband falter because you're so desperate for power. I mean, it, it's, it's the Jill Biden effect all over the place. Instead of, instead of uh, shielding their mentally ill husbands from public embarrassment over and over again, uh, they would rather subject them to that because of the power it gives them. It really is vicious. But again, the Philadelphia Inquirer really gives you an insight into the mindset of these freaks. They say, quote, look, it's clear Fetterman's post-stroke speaking abilities haven't caught up with the rapid-fire format of today's debate, and that will likely hurt him. Yeah, it was that rapid-fire format. It's the rapid-fire format's fault. It was just too fast, too, too run and gun. I mean, the man's supposed to be a senator, not some sort of, you know, cowboy. He's not, he's not out there drawing and firing and, and, and quick-witted and... and you know, intelligent. He's just a sen. He's just trying to be a senator. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So let's take a look at this rapid fire debate that he was barely keeping up with. Uh, this, of course, was the the best clip out of the entire night. To give you an example of just who's contending against each other. Clip number seven: Fetterman's embarrassing fracking answer that. Uh, really probably just tanked his entire campaign right here. Let's watch. Mr. Oz, I do want to clarify something. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking, but there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? Oh, uh, I, I, I do support fracking and I don't, I don't, I support fracking, and I stand, and I do support fracking. Okay. Thank you, Mr. I support fracking. I don't. I don't. I do. I stand, and I support fracking. Amazing. And it only took him about 20 seconds of uh, silence before he actually answered that. Of course, that's not true, and it's a complete lie, and everything they say is lies. So why should that be any different? Let's go to clip number 18 now as we see just how – just how stalwart he has been a supporter of fracking in the in the previous days I, I, i've always supported fracking i don't support fracking uh, at all and i never have um yeah i called for a moratorium on fracking there's no such thing as a green fracker I, i'm not pro fracking 2016 fracking moratorium pledge that fetterman signed for an environmental watchdog group as well as a 2016 tweet he sent while running for u.s senate i don't uh, support fracking I, I think it's something that has to eventually go away uh and i would like to see it you know transition out now in the debate, he said he does support fracking, which probably most of his supporters don't. It's just, you know, it's just one of those things. It's just like, 
how are you even supposed to respond to politicians who go from I don't support fracking and I never have to I do support fracking and I always have without the blink of an eye and without being called out by fact checkers in the mainstream media and without being condemned for this and without it even being criticized. In fact, the Philadelphia Inquirer uh, calls this a few muddled answers. He had some muddled answers there. Yeah, it was a little bit muddled. His brain is muddled. You deal with them the same way you deal with the changeling and the thing. I, I don't know that movie. That Use went over my head. George. <laughs> oh, the blown. Good lord. Uh, yeah, brilliant, uh, brilliant performance. So well done, Fetterman. You win, according to the fellow. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Just make something clear. Uh, welcome back, folks. Second hour of American Journal has begun. We'll open up the phone lines here uh, in this segment. 1-877-789-2539. 1-877-789-2539. What did you think of the debates last night? What do you think? What do you think the chances are that Republicans will have a red wave this November? And what do you think the Democrats will do to prevent it and to maintain their hold on power? You think they wouldn't release a virus from the Boston lab? I mean, they did it once. You don't think they'd do it again. But let's make something very clear here. There is nothing compassionate about the things the Democrats believe. They cloak their beliefs and their policies in the words of compassion. They claim to be compassionate, but it's not compassionate to support policies that spread misery and strife and poverty and violence and hatred and conflict. It's not compassionate to release a murderer onto the street to let him murder again. You might feel compassion towards the murderer, but you're also subjecting a family to murder. You're, it's not compassionate to free a murderer and allow them to murder again. It's not compassionate to open up the border and give billions of dollars to human traffickers as they flood our streets with fentanyl that kills 100,000 people a year. It's not compassionate to kill your baby in the womb. None of this is compassionate. Compassion has nothing to do with it. It's manipulation. It's confusion. It's putting a compassionate mask on a vicious and hateful ideology. But there's nothing compassionate about allowing chaos to reign. There's nothing compassionate about communism like there's nothing compassionate about any of this but that's all they have to go on the only argument they have is we're nice and they're mean and that's what they go with well there's nothing nice about allowing your country to collapse there's nothing nice about a thousand extra murders a year there's nothing compassionate about old women getting kicked onto train tracks or smashed in the head with hammers walking down the street there's nothing compassionate about supporting the institutional allowance of this to take place there's nothing compassionate about this but that's the only way they can frame things because they want they are desperate they need to portray republicans as heartless vicious monsters that just for no reason want women to be second-class citizens and minorities to suffer i mean it makes no it makes no damn sense whatsoever and yet it's the only argument they have they need you to believe this because if you actually look at the facts on the ground and which policy is compassionate to the people that have to live under it, it's obvious who the real compassionate party is. And it's not the people who are firmly on the side of abortionists, criminals, sex traffickers, corrupt politicians, corporate overlords, 
You people are not compassionate. You people are vicious beyond explanation. But according to this Philadelphia Inquirer, they say the directness of Fetterman's support for a living wage, unions, college debt relief, compassionate immigration policies, and ensuring reproductive rights showed this debate was between a candidate with a heart issue and an opponent who barely has one. Fetterman doesn't have a heart issue. He's got a brain issue. If this was a – if this was – and strange, they would – maybe maybe the guy's name confused them. We are not in the Wizard of Oz. This is not – the straw man versus the tin man, but that's the way that they're making it. Yes, yeah, so one one candidate who's in desperate need of a brain versus one candidate who's in desperate need of a heart. Although, again, there's nothing compassionate about debt relief for people who took on a debt that they can't pay. You're just subsidizing failure. You're just subsidizing irresponsibility. So again, nothing compassionate about that. In the same way, there's nothing compassionate about like letting your brother or sister like live in your house and eat all your food and not get a job and waste their life away playing video games. Sure, it's what they want. It's not good for them though. Is it really compassionate to allow them to be a parasite to you while they destroy their own lives? No. There's nothing compassionate about immigration policies of an open border. Like, what do they think compassion means? What do they think any of this means? There's nothing compassionate about allowing criminal cartels who are a full-on terrorist organization to traffic children by the thousands without their guardians or parents with them. There's nothing compassionate about allow- allowing that to continue. So let's just let's just cut that off right now. But again, they not only want to claim that Fetterman is being compassionate by supporting things like the union. Oh, he has so much compassion. He wants mobsters to you know, control the way that your company votes. Incredible. Again, there's nothing compassionate about abortion. The compassionate thing would be to help people get through it, not to kill a baby. But they say – Fetterman has repeatedly said that in January he he will be much better following his stroke, but Dr. Oz is still going to be a fraud. Well, Fetterman got better the longer the debate went on too. He struggled more than many were comfortable with, I'm sure, they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're voting for a senator, when you're voting for one of 50 people who decide the course of this nation amongst the other branches of government. You mean one of 100? What do you mean? There are 100 senators. Oh, 100 senators. Yeah, that's right. Seen uh, fifty states, yeah, one of a hundred that uh, decide the course of the of the nation. You should be uncomfortable if they're like, "No, trust me. In January, I'll be able to talk." No, trust me. In January, the words will make sense. In January, just trust me on this one. This stroke's gonna clear right up. Oh yeah, that's one thing we know about strokes, right? They happen once, and then it's just you're 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 in the clear from then on out just incredible but he says this he struggled more than many were comfortable with i'm sure but that says more about us than him it's our fault it's our fault for not wanting to vote for a mental incompetent it's our fault i'm telling you folks i don't i know people get offended at the word but it's it's like so I, i won't use it okay it's like they are literally running for a special needs person a mentally disabled individual not like it no they are 
I'm sorry. This is not a metaphor. This is just reality. They are running a mentally incompetent person and then saying, wow, that says more about you that you're worried about his mental competence. Gee, I didn't realize you were so judgmental and heartless. This is equity. It's equity. This guys. is equal outcome. We don't have equal, equal representation for retarded people in the Senate, and we need it with John Fetterman. They're literally saying we are running a mentally incompetent person, but it really says more about you than him that that bothers you, okay? It's just disturbing. All this is just weird and disturbing. Uh, Fetterman was asked, clip number eight here, about not paying his taxes, and his answer it's one thing when you're a politician and you can sort of duck and weave questions. You can seem like you're answering the question without actually answering it. There's a certain skill and finesse that it takes. Some people are really advanced at it, like they're really good at it. Other people aren't. For example, you can take like Jen Psaki and uh, Jean-Pierre, right? Psaki would run, run you around in circles. She would completely avoid the question, but at the end of the day, she would seem like authoritative and like she actually said something. People would be sitting there going, wait. Did she answer that question? I don't know. And then you got Karine Jean-Pierre who's just like, that question confuses and scares me, and I'm moving on. <laughs> it's just like, well, that wasn't very finessed. That wasn't very nuanced, was it? No, it was kind of just blatant. So here we see John Fetterman kind of, I guess, trying to do the politician thing and we duck and weave his way around a question, but he ends up just answering a question that wasn't asked and not even remotely breaching the, broaching the question that a – that was put to him. So here he is asked about not paying his taxes. His answer about something else entirely. Let's watch. A 15 second rebuttal. He has specifically said you have not paid your taxes and that you want to raise taxes on Americans. How do you respond? Uh, absolutely. The Oz rule, of course, he's lying. It was helping two students 17 years ago to help them you know, buy their own homes. They, they didn't pay the bills and it got her paid. And it has never been an issue in, in any of the campaign before. It was all about nonprofit. All right. Thank you, Mr. Fetterman. Continue with you, Mr. Mike Fetterman. Drop. Your opponent. Nailed it. Nailed it. Totally batted that one down. What? <laughs> what was that? What was that answer? What just happened? The song goes out to John Fetterman. Better luck next time, fella. You have been defeated by the Wizard of Oz. Go home, won't you? Just go home. It's our best seller. We first came out with it five years ago, and it was a moderate seller. But as folks tried vitamin mineral fusion and experienced the way it made them feel and how healthy it made them, it has become our number one overall bestseller. And it's been sold out for a while, but it's finally back in stock. Vitamin mineral fusion doesn't just supercharge your immune system, but it helps every cellular function of the body. It has all the minerals, all the key amino acids, all of the essential vitamins that you need to live and be healthy. Essential means without these things, you die. And so much of the food is debased. There's so many chemicals in the environment. It is critical to bolster our body's defenses with a product like this. Now, there are other great vitamin mineral products out there. But this is amongst the very best, and it's a low price, and it funds the InfoWar. So the only way you lose is not taking action today, getting Vitamin Mineral Fusion, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. Infowars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. 
People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency age, people can give you in Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Ethereum. Right. Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto fun infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto fun InfoWars. Donate now. InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. You know, I think one of the things that, like, confuses people or makes, gives, gives legitimacy to the lie that Republicans are somehow heartless is... there's a difference between your personal life and politics, right? I would never, ever, in my entire life, I would never mock somebody who's had a stroke. I would never belittle them or like look down on them. I know, and people in my life have, have had strokes, and it's, it's a brutal and horrific thing to go through, and a lot of times their mind is just as sharp as ever, but their you know, body can't form the words in the way that they used to, and, and it really is a troubling thing. So in, in like your personal life, you know, you'd never mock somebody like that or, or claim that they were, you know, unworthy of, of appreciation or, or anything of the sort. But this isn't our personal life. This is politics. This is deciding the fate of our nation. This is deciding who controls the levers of power. And when the Democrats are running a stroke victim who is incapable of forming sentences or even pronouncing words or seemingly understanding what's being put to him – that is unacceptable, and you have to call it out, and you have to put your foot down in the same way that if you were to meet somebody who's you know, been run out of their home and is having trouble, of course you'd have compassion for that person. You'd want to do something in your own personal life to, to help them. But when it comes to like the southern border of the United States, it's not about personal compassion. It's not about – you know, what you would do in your personal life with somebody that, that you know struggling, it's about maintaining the security of a nation. You have to put away your instinct on a personal level and approach things on a geopolitical level, approach things on a no-nonsense, serious business level. And I mean it's the same in, in business in a lot of ways, although in business even there's a little bit more room for – for nuance as far as I'm concerned, where you can make decisions that might not be the best thing for your company. But at the end of the day, you know, companies wouldn't exist if their CEOs treated their employees in the same way that they treat their family because you can't fire your family. You can fire your employees because what's important is that the company be profitable so everybody gets paid and everybody can live a good life and everybody can have security and stability and know that you know, their, their paychecks coming in and all that sort of like, that's the important thing. That's what you need to prioritize. So in this case, we need to prioritize is not how, how good you feel. Like I'm such a good person. I'm so compassionate. I'm going to vote for a brain dead idiot for Senator. That's just how compassionate I am. That's nothing compassionate about that. It's just stupid. It's just stupidity in your personal life. 
be as compassionate as you want. When it comes to politics, just like when it comes to business, you have to have a clearer mind. You have to have a more straightforward and hardline stance on things. And it's the it's the injecting of so-called compassion into this stuff that, again, it just makes everything worse because your compassion is not is not useful when it comes to politics. It is to a certain degree, but you people don't have compassion where it actually matters. You people don't actually care about things like peaceful protesters who've never hurt anybody in their lives not being able to see their child's first birthday, not being able to be there for their child's first day at school because they're sitting in a concrete box as political prisoners. You celebrate that. You laugh at that. You think that's deserved and good. You don't actually have compassion where it matters. You don't actually have compassion when it actually counts, when it's not convenient for you, when it's actually about taking your humanity and bringing it above politics. That, that, that you don't care about. We're going to go out to uh, some phone calls here. I just saw that Hobbs in Nebraska disagrees with me. We're going to go to him first and disabuse him of that concept. Thank you for calling in. Hobbs, you're on the air. Hey, good morning, Harrison. Good morning, Info Warriors. It is, in fact, your boy. Uh, I just, uh, before we get into it, uh, if you'll allow me to uh, impose myself upon you if, uh, and the InfoWars audience, you all are listening on Rumble, and you should be. I would kindly ask you to go over to the search bar, click on channels, type in Rhodes, the number two, Liberty, all one word. The only channel that will pop up is our Rumble channel, and I would be very appreciative if everybody went and subscribed to it. It costs nothing, and uh, it would give me a thumbs up if we're not wasting our time over there. I would appreciate it very so much. Is, that, is uh, Rose, Rose to Liberty, R-O-S-E? No. No, roads, like the oh, road. Road, road. okay. Roads to Liberty. Got it. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so anyways, uh, what I disagree with you about is at the beginning of the show, you were talking about how people like John Fetterman and Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden and what, you know, you're saying that they're the best that the Democrats got. And I, I have to say that I disagree with you there. We know that the globalist slash deep state slash Democrats out there, but I repeat myself, you know, we know that they have more competent capable people. It's just that they prefer to be the ones in the shadows with their liver-spotted hands on the marionette strings of mm. people like Joe Biden and John Fetterman. And because they can exercise uh, you know, a lot more power that way by, by putting up a front man who clearly doesn't know where they're at. Um, and it's also because I believe, and I've been calling into your show and your predecessor, David Knight, about this concept for a while since I've been calling into the show. And I believe that it is because we are in the midst of a full-blown demoralization, humiliation ritual in this country. They're putting forth these people like Fetterman, Biden, and Nancy Pelosi, and all these other mummified fossils that are only being kept alive by a pharmacist cocktail of God knows what, <laughs> because they, and, and, they're, and they're cheating to win, both in the overt cheating by, you know, the ballot harvesting and mail-in ballots, and by the, I guess what you could call, in-kind donations that the media gives them, you know, shaping the narrative so that people, like you were saying, believe that going out and voting for Fetterman may not be the smart thing to do, but it's the moral and righteous thing to do. Yep. So they're putting these people up there because they are trying to erode our faith in our institutions. That's the entire yeah. point of it. 
No, I think I think you're I think you are exactly right, Hobbs. I think you hit the nail on the head there, and uh, really great stuff. I do want to go to other calls, but again, that go to Rumble and type in Rhodes the number two Liberty and uh, follow Hobbs for more uh, fantastic insight like that. Thank you so much for that call, Hobbs. I do appreciate it. Let's go to Marcus in Ohio now. We have a he always has some sort of fun game for us to play. Marcus, thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Marcus, are you there? Come in, Marcus. All right. He probably stepped away from his phone. Let's keep him on the line, but we'll go to Tim in Ontario first. Tim in Ontario, thank you for calling in. You want to talk about epic rap battles? You're on the air. Hey, yeah. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to quickly plug a YouTube channel, Epic Rap Battles History. They do satire, and they got like special effects, good actors in their music videos. It's like the Babylon Bee of rap battles. They got like Trump versus Hillary. Trump versus Biden. Yeah, they were they were really big a couple years ago. I, I imagine they're they're Wait, still no, doing no. their thing. But yeah, that's a that is a uh, that's a fun channel. What about the what about it made you want to call in and uh, tell us about it? Uh, I just want to bring some levity to the situation. I actually was trying to call in the other day when uh, Owen was kind of in a bad mood. Thought that might cheer him up. All right, excellent. Well, we will uh, we'll take your advice. Epic rap battles of history. We should do one of these. Wow, this looks silly. Maybe we'll come in on the next segment with uh, with this. We'll see. All right, thank you for the call, Tim. We'll go back to your calls, starting with Marcus in Ohio. He'll actually get by his phone this time. We'll be right back, folks. Don't go anywhere. We've all heard of interventions with a family member or a friend or a co-worker that's on drugs or alcohol and is in a bad place and they need family and friends to come to their aid and talk to them and get them into rehab. Well, it's the same thing for America and the rest of the world. When it comes to critical vitamins and minerals that your body must have to live and people don't listen and they don't supplement, it's literally an intervention. I lead an incredibly stressful life. I don't plan to be Mr. Health, but if I wasn't taking products like X3... InfoWarsStore.com, I could not continue to do what I'm doing today. The energy, the stamina, the, the libido, the immune system boost is incredible. And despite the fact that selling out X3 is 50% off right now exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com, there's a run on iodine happening right now because of the war. We're not selling it for that. We're selling it for what it does for your immune system and your focus and clarity. Get X3 today, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com while supplies last. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. like what we need to do what would, be, what would be a really popular podcast would be profiling just recent crimes like a true a true crime podcast where they actually talk about and go out and interview and discuss the way that people's lives have been destroyed by crime and, and you could basically make a whole podcast where you know, once a week you come out with an episode and you maybe cover five cases per week, maybe just one case a week. But there's there's plenty of cases to cover it, where every case would be a victim of a crime 
that was committed by somebody who had recently been let out of prison or been let off on bail or been you know excused from some latter crime or just has a, a long history of crime because practically every one of the just horrific, random, violent, life-destroying crimes involves somebody with a rap sheet with 40, 50 different charges. Just They are just a nuisance, a menace to society. They are just a continual drain on our resources and our safety and our ability to function as a country. And time and time again, they get caught, they get arrested, they go through the process, they get assigned a lawyer, they go to da, 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 the bail form has to – and it's just tens of thousands of dollars and hundreds of hours going into just slapping this person on the wrist and letting them out on the street where they murder again. But the important part of this podcast would be the individuals affected by the violent crime because so little attention is paid to these people. One of the big things from the debates last night with was Kathy Hochul. Governor of New York, who was appointed governor, I love the way uh, actual justice warrior put it. He was like, because because Cuomo was so bad at flirting with women. <laughs> Andrew Cuomo was so bad at flirting with women that now we have Kathy Hochul as as governor of New York. So she was never elected in the first place. But she, in the debate last night, said, "Like I don't get why you're so obsessed with." Putting people in prison. And it's like, well, it's because innocent people are having their lives destroyed. And it really is a problem that it happens so much that we're just like, uh, this guy got let out of uh, prison and now, and he murdered somebody. And so, you know, this is why it's bad, blah, blah. But it's like, wait, he murdered somebody? Wait, so just imagine what that's like. Because a lot of times these people that are just shot in the back of the head while they're waiting in the Wendy's parking lot are just like, you know, walk into a gas station to get a, a can of chew and end up getting stabbed in the neck by some psychopath and, and end up bleeding out on the floor of a 7-Eleven. Like so many times, you know, you hear words that describe them like father-to-be, you know, and it's just there's no attention paid whatsoever to the victims of this and the idea of like a pregnant wife Waking up in the morning and expecting to roll over and see her husband there, and instead the the bed is empty, knowing that you know this baby that's coming in three months is not going to have a father. I mean, it's the most heartbreaking and horrific thing. One murder is such a travesty for so. I mean, you you kill one person, there's a hundred people whose lives are inalterably changed, and there's a dozen people who will never live a day of their life without some gut wrenching reminder. That they've lost somebody that they love. And they just – they don't care. Like they literally don't care. It's just another statistic for them as they celebrate how many fewer people they have in prison as, as if that's a something to, to celebrate. And they're, they're setting the stage for this to only increase – here's one story. Suspect in NYC knockout game subway attack held on $20,000 bail says, quote, why am I in trouble? Literally doesn't understand why he's in trouble. He attacked a 62-year-old man from behind completely for no reason whatsoever. This 21-year-old black dude, Deshaun Smith, charged with assault, harassment, and reckless endangerment for allegedly punching the unsuspecting victim and knocking him onto the tracks of the 149th Street Station Sunday night, according to police. Now, luckily, this guy survived. But there's no guarantee for that. But then this, this, this dude, this 21-year-old, 
says, my thing is he said something to me inappropriate first. I was defending myself. Now, for one thing, no, that didn't happen. I don't believe you, not for a single second. I think this guy was minding his own business when you tried to kill him. I don't believe for a single second that he said anything inappropriate. But even if he did, this is the type of personality that the Democrats are creating with their rhetoric, with their mindset, with their worldview. When you have the media and the politicians and everybody saying that words are violence and then you allow for this type of thing for happen, you encourage this type of thing for happen. You guarantee that this type of thing happens more is that somebody is convinced that something inappropriate being said, maybe a racial slur, maybe something that just simply shows disrespect is worth murdering somebody over knowing that you're likely going to get out since, you know, places like Baltimore, 75% of murders go unsolved. 75, three out of four murderers get off completely scot-free, never even get investigated. And this is the world they're setting up and they call you not compassionate for for not wanting this to continue. These people are not compassionate. They have no compassion whatsoever for the actual innocent victims. They only and universally, like ubiquitously, all like the only people they have compassion for are criminals. The only people that they want to help are the most worthless, deranged, and parasitic members of this society. The innocent, normal people out there just living their lives and trying to maintain under this barrage are their sworn enemies. They have no compassion for them. They have nothing but seething hatred. So let's go out to the uh, phone calls once again. Uh, Hopefully have a little fun this time. Let's go to Marcus in Ohio, who I understand is back by the phone. He has a uh, Mad Lib for us. Thanks for calling in. Marcus, you're on the air. Yes, sir. Good morning, Mr. Harris. I'm sorry about that. I was letting the suspicion build and audience build. But I'm ready. (laughs) That's right. All right. Can I get a 90s pop singer girl name? Uh, oh, is this going to be a pop culture thing? I don't know pop culture. Britney Spears. It's not. It's it's all over the place. It's my first one ever. So, all right. And then we got. Uh, give me a funny car name or a car name. Uh, uh, the the Gremlin. All right, and a number less than ten. Four. And an adverb. Uh, uh, shockingly. Nice. Um, a guy's name. Jim. I'm trying to hurry. Um, give me two numbers, please. Uh, 45 and 2009. Oh, wow. That's going to be funny. Um, <laughs> one of the InfoWars shows. The American Journal with Harrison Smith. Classic. Uh, two crimes. Uh, a murder and public intoxication. All right. I'm trying to hurry, really. Uh, Three-digit number. <laughs> Uh, 796. And a number and a measure of time. Uh, four and a year. And then an animal. Rhino. And then I got one more and then I'll read it. Um, one more number, please. Uh, 911. Okay. On his, on his way into American Journal... Harrison was blasting Britney Spears and his gremlin. Accurate. Unlocked every other day. Today, he took four shots of turbo force, but he was driving a little shockingly and caught the attention of Deputy 10. 
He pulled Harrison over for doing 45 in a 2009. During the stop, Deputy Tim noticed Harrison was listening to yesterday's American Journal broadcast. This enraged Deputy Tim. The routine traffic violation snowballed into DWR, driving while Republican, murder, and a third-degree public intox. The fines totaled $796 million on top of a four-year jail time. But the judge ruled if Harrison agreed to affirm his son's identification as a rhino, the ruling would be dropped to 911 hours of watching CNN. That is completely accurate. That is 100% exactly what happened this morning. How did you know? Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Because one of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need money. All right. This is it. Give crypto fun Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know... I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep going. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. Objection, Judge. All right, let's move on. And people care about the First Amendment. And- X three, X three. It stands for triiodine, or all three types of iodine that the body needs to be healthy and survive and thrive. It boosts your libido, your energy, your stamina, your immune system. X3 is the ultimate iodine product on the market. It's back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off, and it funds the InfoWar. So many of you are on the fence. You know our information is powerful. You know what's changed the world. Try the products at InfoWarsStore.com and start with X3 triiodine, 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. It takes about two weeks to kick in. An aspirin kicks in in 30 minutes. Tylenol kicks in in 30 minutes. This kicks in in about two weeks on average. You need to experience it. Don't wait. You'll be impressed. InfoWarsStore.com, X3. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back, folks. We will be joined by Phil Williams in the third hour, taking your calls this segment. I do want to remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. Even if you tried other things on InfoWarsStore, now is the time to try anything that you may have had your eye on before. Remember, the more expensive the supplements are, first of all, the better they are, and there's a reason they're more expensive because the ingredients are harder to uh, get a hold of and harder to, to package in a way that's beneficial to the human body. And so there are things that are more expensive, and there's a reason they're more expensive. Things like DNA Force Plus is is up there on the scale. But that also means that when you're getting 50% off, you're getting a massive discount. You're saving huge amounts of money on these supplements. So if there's ever been a time, I know DNA Force Plus is one of those where people see it and they go, God, you know, people call in a lot saying it's such a good thing. I've done research on the ingredients and it seems like it's the real deal, but ah, it's just I don't want to take the risk because what if I what if it doesn't do what I what I want it to? And you know, then I'm 
then I'm out this amount of money. Well, that amount of money is now down 50%. Plus, you can get an additional 10% off. Plus, you get double Patriot points that you can apply towards your next purchase. So really now is the time. Now is the time to try anything at InfoWars that you may have had your eye on, may have thought maybe that might be something that I at least try it out, see if, see if it's good for me. Try it out now. Now is the time to do it, and it's the best time to do it because, of course, we are under the biggest attack and most sustained assault that we've ever been under. So if you've ever wanted to support InfoWars, now it's time to do it. If you've ever wanted to try a supplement out, now it's the time to do it. So I guess the point of the story is now it's the time to do it. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Get 40 to 50% off all of our top-selling products, plus an additional 10% off with the promo code 1776-1776 and receive an extra 10% off, plus you're getting double Patriot points, plus you're supporting this singular outlet for the truth in a sea of lies. What more reasons do you need? Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Make a purchase, help keep us afloat, and know you can rest easy knowing that your money is going directly into the fight against the globalists in the most effective and powerful way that's ever been devised. So let's go back out to your phone calls now. Daniel in Florida has called in about Howard Stern, uh, which is hilarious. Uh, Thanks for calling in, Daniel. Uh, Howard Stern, never heard of him. Uh, Yeah, I just want to point out uh, some of the hypocrisy uh, with Howard Stern and and you know, the target on Kanye's back and Alex Jones' back. Howard Stern had a skit about Whoopi Goldberg. You can find it on, uh, I tried to find it on Google. I couldn't find it on Google. I had to go to DuckDuckGo. And then he also made comments about the school shooter saying that, um, I don't know why the guy doesn't at least have sex with the, the girls before he shoots them. So, and you can find that. And it's out of his own words. And you can't really find anything. <laughs> Um, you know, on Google, but you can go to DuckDuckGo and see his just coming out of his own mouth. Oh my God. I mean, you you just watch old Howard Stern shows from the nineties and like, you know, I think we're, we're sort of, uh, on the edge over here and I'm, I'm a fan of, uh, edgy comedy. I guess you just forget how crazy it was in the late eighties and early nineties, but there's compilations on uh, YouTube that's like the O.J. Simpson trial, all of the Howard Stern clips from the O.J. Simpson trial. And he's literally like he's taking calls from people that have like African accents and he's just like, you belong in the bush. What, do you have a bone in your nose? You, you freaking you freaking African Bushman. Like he is so vicious. It's like, whoa, Jesus Christ. It's like really <laughs> bad. So, yeah, for, for Howard yeah. Stern to be offended by anybody ever is, uh, well, it's laughable, but it's also evidence of – just how far he's fallen and how how completely he has been consumed by the modern milieu and, and foppishness. And he's able, to, he's able to call out Alex Jones and Kanye West as being the worst human beings in the world, but he's way far worse because he did it purely for motivation, um, monetary gain, and, and to be edgy, to, to get listeners and Kanye West is trying to open people's minds, and so is Alex Jones. Hundred so. percent, man. What a great point, Daniel. I, I, that is such a good point. It's true. Howard Stern has been outraged in the past, but there was nothing justified. There was no sort of greater goal he had other than self promotion, self aggrandizement, and enriching himself. That it's, that is such a good point. And uh, look, it's it's really tragic what's happened to to Howard Stern. The man looks like a diseased pelican at this point the the man hasn't left his basement in two years he still is scared to go outside because of covid19 and by the way at least you know while the media 
and the establishment rails against the likes of Alex Jones and Kanye West, they both have people in their personal lives that love them unconditionally and really love being around them and enjoy their company and think that they're you know, brilliant and don't have to be paid to stay around them. Howard Stern is despised by everybody who has anything to do with him. The only people that are still around him are there because he pays them to be there and they aren't even – they aren't even shy about how much they despise Howard Stern. All of his old compatriots have left him, and uh, he is alone in a basement complaining about people who he's not worthy to uh, kiss their feet. So uh, it's it's a tragic downfall. I wish I had the clip because Kanye went off on Howard Stern and brutalized him. I mean just embarrassed him on the Lex uh, Friedman podcast was really really vicious to howard stern and it was hilarious uh maybe we can find that clip it may have been in the show yesterday maybe in the show folder yesterday but uh i'll play it if we have time uh, but thank you for that call daniel very very good points i do want to get some other calls here let's go to andrew in new york who wants to talk about the systematic dismantling of the globalist system thank you for calling in andrew you're on the air andrew Anderson, the next uh pennsylvania senator anyway so everything the globalists have been doing is illegitimate. We've been building up all this information on them. And uh, the election this time, <laughs> there's some safeguards they have for that. They have the fusion center. They have all these ways of checking. They can get the cash vote ballots from the machines. And there's so much evidence that Trump won in 2020. All they have to do is vote Trump into the speaker and then impeach Kamala and Joe Biden easily. And then that entire Democrat system that is working on behalf of the globalists you're right you're right and and this is and this is the strategy and this is the plan and this is what's happening and this is what infowars has helped to lead people like marjorie taylor green people like joe kent people like lee zeldin i mean people getting into office now who actually are willing and able to fight on behalf of the republic and not just concede nobly to their opponents in the way that we're so used to republicans having done for the last several decades. Uh, people recognize now the fight that we're in. They recognize that this is a life or death battle. They recognize just how evil, destructive, and vicious the Democrats are. And so the people running now and getting elected into office now who will soon replace the old rhino fossils of Lindsey Graham and, and Mitch McConnell uh, are going to actually fight for the American people. And really all it takes is is one good one good freshman class of – congressmen who actually understand what's going on and are willing to use the levers of power that they've been given to make corrections in our path and uh, we could sweep this whole thing up in an afternoon quite literally i mean that, that that's really how how quickly all this could happen it's just a matter of once that happens the power structure that controls corporations and um, the media are they going to be willing to burn themselves down in an effort to stop the corrective measures having a, a being taken and i think from what we've seen with kanye uh, they're perfectly willing to at least one company is perfectly willing to put itself at risk of existence to virtue signal against uh some words that kanye said so you know their desperation and their willingness to tear everything down if they can't have it you know they're like kids they're like little babies they're like little babies with nuclear weapons that say if i can't play with it nobody can and they just break their toy rather than letting their uh, their friend use it so that's really the danger that we're facing now uh so we just need to show the republicans that we have their back and uh they're going to if they work for us and if they actually fight the globalist 
then they have our full, full support and there's nothing they can do uh, to fail. So let's go finally to Wayne in Texas. Cause Wayne, I know you called in yesterday and I didn't get to you and I want to get to you today. Uh, thanks for calling in Wayne. You're on the air. Hey, hey, Harrison. Um, what I wanted to do, and it was Lex Friedman's interview with Kanye that kind of reminded me of some things. I wanted to talk about the mark of the beast, the one in your forehead and the one in your hands. And a, uh, the mark of the beast is the love of money in your hand. If you think about like the Hamsa, you know, or the talisman where you got the evil eye that's in the hand, mm. or it was in a necklace, you know, to ward off jealousy. So you've got like this jealousy in your hand fueled by the love of money, uh, the usury of the ancient Near East, like Hammurabi's code, where they regarded inanimate matter as alive mm. and judged between man and material, you know, what somebody's work was worth, right? Right. And, you know, that's where they hid their, their Lord's money in the earth, you know, as a, the penny that he gave to everybody equally and sought to establish their own righteousness. And then that's the, that's the other mark, the mark in their forehead. You know, it's how a man establishes their own righteousness, whereby they, they want to get their person honored and respected. Now, there's a couple of things Kanye said. First of all, he mentioned being jealous, and I find that disturbing. But, you know, he's a new believer, so he doesn't he doesn't know which spirit he's animated by, the prince of power of the air, the spirit right. of Christ sometimes when he talks. Yeah, no, hey, he, uh, uh, no, I think you're exactly right. A bunch of good points there, Wayne. Thank you for that call. We'll be right back on the other side of the third hour of American Journal. Stay with us, folks. It's our best seller. We first came out with it five years ago, and it was a moderate seller. But as folks tried Vitamin Mineral Fusion and experienced the way it made them feel and how healthy it made them, it has become our number one overall bestseller. And it's been sold out for a while, but it's finally back in stock. Vitamin Mineral Fusion doesn't just supercharge your immune system, but it helps every cellular function of the body. It has all the minerals, all the key amino acids, all of the essential vitamins that you need to live and be healthy. Essential means without these things, you die. And so much of the food is debased. There's so many chemicals in the environment. It is critical to bolster our body's defenses with a product like this. Now, there are other great vitamin mineral products out there, but this is amongst the very best, and it's a low price, and it funds the info war. So the only way you lose is not taking action today, getting vitamin mineral fusion, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Vitamin mineral fusion, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. 